3: Welcome. I want to welcome you to the show. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Uh, we have got a powerful, powerful, powerful lineup here today. You know, I, I've, I've had a little time to think about this, and I'm going to, Benny and I are going to chat about it for a minute. Um, uh, but I want to first welcome everybody here. Um, thank you guys, all of you, for all of your support. Um, thank you for the ways that you've passed the word on to listen. Um, we are really honored to have you all as listeners. You are the best listeners on the planet, and this is something I'm very, very clear about. Uh, give a shout-out to Mr. Benny. Hi, Mr. B. How are you today? i be
2: good. Hadley Doodley.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, um, Benny, it's really fascinating. I've had a little time to reflect on a bunch of things in, in a 10-year period. And what I'm really struck by, especially in light of the conversation I'm getting ready to have with James Twyman joining me here in a minute, is that we've gotten, and especially you, because you do more than just my show, you do a lot of incredible shows, we've gotten to be part of some of the most transformative, energizing, powerful, um, empowering conversations because of what we do. Whether it is talking about angels one day or talking about a film, a film that's part of ageless cinema, something that I love, uh, that has, you know, the top A list of people in it by a filmmaker who believes in honoring people, regardless of age. And, you know, here we are today, we're going to talk about this film and we're going to invite all of you uh, in the conversation But don't you really wake up some days and just want to pinch yourself? I mean, that's the way I woke up today.
0: Yeah, it's tough for me, though, because at 3 o'clock in the morning, if I pinch myself, I might scream. And I don't want to wake up anybody in the house. So it's a little tougher for me. But I might on the way out the door.
3: Might on the way out the door. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Uh, And, you know, Benny, what I'm finding interesting now is I had a great conversation with John Schwartz yesterday, who's been my representative on KKNW for years. What I'm starting to realize now and realize about this journey together, it is about raising the standard. And one of the things that I've learned from you, Benny, is that there is a standard that you have for doing radio that I think I've just come to appreciate really, really well here in these past couple of weeks. And, you know, that standard sometimes for me has been, you know, a little bit like, okay, yep, Benny is not having any of that phone conversation because it's not good quality. And, you know, at times I've just been in awe about how you found out, find ways to go with the flow and make sure that we're doing the best that we could do in service of our listeners. And, uh, you know, I, I really honor you for doing that. You know, you're part of this team. And as a result of that, we moved down the road 10 years later. And, you know, we're sitting here with being in like 130 countries and just people that are listening to this in awe because everyone on the team does such a phenomenal job and does it in a way that honors people uh that have a message to bring out into the world regardless of what your personal opinion might be. And folks don't know that. You know, the folks that run these shows, the people that are really behind the scenes, the Brian's, the Warrens, the Benny, the Chris's, you know, the Marks, these are the folks that literally run our shows, the Jessica's, you know, that do a lot of the pre records with TTR. These folks have a standard is similar to my guest today, James Twyman. Because we've decided to say yes, and a big cosmic yes, to doing things that may not necessarily be what our pop culture has been made aware of yet. But we do them because our hearts are calling us to the forefront. Now, I've known James a while, but I've gotten to work with him closer here on Ageless Cinema and honoring, honoring some of these fabulous actors that have come to the forefront and have been so well planted in our lives over decades, and honoring what they do, how they do it, and how they touch our hearts. So this show today is in service of understanding that there are films that are made that are ageless and priceless. And James Twyman, uh, you know, with the newest A- ageless cinema release, Redwood Highway, uh, starring Shirley Knight and Tom Skerritt. And Tom, I've loved Tom for years. I have loved Tom for years. And, and, and to be able to see the beauty of this film, which we're going to talk about today, uh, and how you can be involved in its launch and how you can. And we actually have copies of it that we're going to give away. You know, this is for many of us remembering what is possible in the world. For those of you, I know you know who James is, because for, for most of us, you know, this is, the, this is the guy that has been out there in, in the background, you know, producing things that raise consciousness, you know, being able to come to the forefront and saying, my God, you know, this is about peace in the world. You know, he is also the president of the beloved community. So what is it about James? that has come to the forefront of his life for him to say we need to have this best-selling author filmmaker musician um come up with something that's going to make such an enormous impact so we don't forget the people that have carved out a pathway for us to present some of the most powerful stories and invite us to come on this journey with him come on the journey with this with the filmmakers and the actors and actresses in in Redwood Highway, and to be able to say, yeah, we really do honor excellence. James, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. It
4: is great to be back, and thank you for that that beautiful introduction.
3: I think that I told you that I I watched the film, and... um, and I have to tell you I was so struck by it because and you know I'm going to ask you to talk a little bit about it about the process about the creation who's in it but I was so struck by it from a lot of different perspectives because I I know you know this you know those of us over here in the in the, uh, the, you know that broadcast and that listen to KKNW right we are in the Pacific Northwest so there was a lot of this there was a lot about this movie that a lot of us could relate to Uh, And honestly, I could see myself taking that kind of walk. Mm -hmm. What was it changed for you? What was it that called you to create Redwood Highland? What was it about you?
4: Well, it's a big question. (laughs) And so I'll try to give a succinct answer uh, because so many things go into a an enormous decision like that. The first thing I'll say, just to give an idea of the enormity of saying, I'm going to make a feature film. Uh, people think that that is just a common, ordinary thing sometimes, but uh, the money, the time, the expertise, the risk that goes into it is enormous. But I had come to a point in my own life and career where I realized I was beginning to feel a bit complacent and sitting back in my laurels and being happy with what I had done rather than looking forward to what I wanted to accomplish. And when I realized that, there was something that sprung forward in me that said, you, you need to go for it. You need to, to take a big risk for a big cause and, and really just trust the universe. <clears throat> now, the last film that I had made a number of years ago, I had promised myself that I would never make another movie again, ever, (laughs) because of all those things I mentioned before. In fact, I had written myself a letter telling me why I should never make another movie, and I gave that letter to about five friends and told them, if I ever start talking about making another movie, please give me this letter so I can talk myself out of it. <laughs> and then when this moment came that I just described, when I knew I had to step out and really, really go for it, I called them and said, tear up that letter. I don't want to see it because there's a movie that I need to make. Now, um, I'll back up one more time and because you asked what led to this. Um, in the last few years, I've gotten really into walking. Uh, I've, I've led about four groups through Europe where we would walk for as many as 10 days through the Italian or the French countryside or even walking the Camino de Santiago in Spain. And there's something about a journey where you're, your feet are on the ground, you're, you have blisters, you have sore muscles. There's just something about that experience that is so deep and rich. And so after um, the last one, I think it was when I did the Camino de Santiago, uh, I I just began playing with this idea of walking, and how could that be put forth in a film? And then the other thing that happened was my own grandmother, whose name is Marie, and that's the name of the character in the movie as well, um, she was a little bit older. We had to put her into a nursing home, uh, not a little older. She was uh, about 95 at the time. and. Unfortunately, we didn't have any choice uh, because she needed that care. And we. Um, she was there, and she tried to escape several times because she didn't like it, and they always brought her back. But I found myself wondering, what would happen if Graham got away? What sort of adventure would she have? And that be- that started this, the wheel spinning, and I just began playing out this idea of a woman walking the 80-mile stretch of the Redwood Highway from Grants Pass, Oregon, all the way to the ocean. And what would happen? Why would she do that? Who would she meet along the way? What sort of adventure would she have? And I realized ultimately that this film is really just a movie that shows that you're never too old to have a great adventure, and you're also never too old to heal your life. And so that was the genesis of the film. And to look back and to remember those initial inspirations. And now to be able to go and see it on the big screen is quite an exciting thing for me.
3: I love it. And, you know, this is what we're going to talk about, because the message in this film, for those of you that are just tuning in, Redwood Highway is the film. We're going to talk about who is starring in the film. We're going to talk about how you can get to see it. And, you know, James, thank you for sharing that, because it is a powerful message now. It is a powerful message, you know, that really... Uh, needs to be brought to the forefront for everyone. You know, I, I think that um, when we see people, you know, enter into their more seasoned years and give up hope that they can have a life that is fulfilled with quality and adventure, uh, I think because our pop culture wants to tell us that, my God, you know, here you are, you're aging, get a facelift, go take this drug, go do this, go do that. I, I think, really think we're forgetting sometimes about some of the people that have achieved enormous success after 65. Mm -hmm. And what is the difference between them? What is the message of this film? You know, what is that we can call to the forefront, whether you're one of these folks or whether you are the daughter or the son of somebody? This film is going to touch your heart, and it's going to make you really look at how you honor or not honor the people that have been so important in your life let's take a short break we'll be right back we've got some clips too of uh one of the well the star uh, of the show uh let's take a short break we'll be right back with james twyman
7: Tune in to Psychic Cup of Coffee with Kelly Sutliff every Tuesday, 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Kelly is a 14-year veteran of psychic ability, and she offers inspiration and comfort to those dealing with grief when they have lost a loved one, and also shares with people that the psychic world is very real. Call 1-800-930-2819 during the show with your questions and visit PsychicMediumKelly.com. That's PsychicMediumKelly.com.
1: Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Anxiety is in many ways a learned behavior, which is rooted in our childhood. During our early years, when we are the most dependent on others, negative feedback, judgment, or ridicule infiltrate our subconscious mind and leave us wondering whether we are really safe, lovable, or good enough. In response, a part of our mind develops protective strategies to keep us from getting hurt. Let's imagine that the anxiety you've been battling with stems from the part that has assumed the job of keeping you safe. Doesn't it then make sense that your anxiety makes you expect the worst so that you are prepared, keeps you on your toes to avoid failure, or shames and belittles you before someone else can do this to you? When you consider the source of your anxiety as a vulnerable child that just tries to keep you safe, you no longer feel that you're the victim of your own mind but instead are more easily able to take on the role of the caring, reassuring adult.
4: Hey
3: everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. I have been so honored to be able to work with James this year, and we've got lots more coming your way. Uh, You know, getting to the place where we really honor people, honor people. It doesn't matter what phase of your life you're in, but certainly in this country, we could certainly use a B12 shot uh, to help us honor folks that have done so much in all their years here to make this place, to make this country what it is. And that's what I love about not just what uh, James is doing in honoring these fabulous actors and actresses that have brought us so much, but in creating films that really touch our hearts, that enable us to think about our lives, think about how we show up in the world. And Redwood Highway is that. Um, If you go to the website, montereymedia.com, uh, or you could go to the dot uh, ourtransformationtalkradio.com, and you can click uh, on the link, you'll be able to then find Redwood Highway. And when you get there, you're going to be able to find where it is going to be in your town. So for those of you that are listening out there in the New England side, you know, make sure you're looking at what's going on uh, in Massachusetts. Uh, definitely, for those of you that are listening from California, lots of places there, um, and in the Western Washington area, there are places listed here uh, in Port Orchard and so forth and so on, Vancouver, Washington. And we're hoping to get a broader distribution in Washington State. Um, so, thank you all for you know all of your support. This is a movie. That's going to touch your heart, regardless of what age you are. James, thank you for joining us here today. Tell us about the film. Tell us who, who all is in it. And I know we've got a clip that we're going to play in a little bit.
4: You were really lucky to be able to attract the talent of some really great seasoned classical actors. Uh, first among them is the great Shirley Knight, who many people may not know immediately by name, but you'll definitely know her when you see her. Uh, she's been in the business you know, longer than I've been alive, over 50 years, and she, back in the 60s, was nominated for two Academy Awards. She's won, I think, two Golden Globes, a couple of Emmys. She even beat out Meryl Streep once for uh, a Tony Award, and uh, one of the kindest, most generous people I've ever worked with, Shirley, is a heavyweight when it comes to acting talent and she's so well respected in the the acting community and i think the reason why she was attracted to this film is because even though shirley is so great um you, you know right now she's she's off uh, shooting mall cop two uh, <laughs> she was in mall cop one um movies like grandma's boy you know she she is working but she's usually playing smaller supportive roles in kind of zany comedies when she really deserves to be in films like Redwood Highway. So when she read the script, she realized this was something that she could really sink her teeth into and really showcase what a great actor she is. Um, she said yes, even though we couldn't pay her what she deserved and we're a very small independent film she knew that this was a great opportunity, and to be honest with you, that was one of the reasons why I decided to make the film was because I knew that this would be a way to showcase some great actors who, you know, are as good if not better than anyone else out there, and yet very few people are really giving them the attention that they deserve. So many actors, like we often do to people in life, they get to a certain age, and we we say thank you very much. You can go stand over there now, when in reality, mm-hmm. these people still have so much to give. And Shirley is a great example. And as I said, she was such a joy to work with. She was, uh, she was always had a great attitude. She was always prepared. And, and since the film has come out, she has been doing a fantastic job sharing it with people, doing interviews. Um, the second person to mention would be Tom Skerritt, as you said. Tom, you know, such a great, seasoned, po- very popular actor. You know, my my distributor over at Monterey Media, he said to me recently, he said it was a stroke of genius casting Tom because he's yeah. one of the few actors out there that have no bad vibes. <laughs> no one has a bad opinion about Tom Skerritt. He's just what? kind of – he's universally loved and – and also a great actor, a great person. He actually lives in Seattle. I don't know if you knew that. Mm-hmm. And he. Yeah, that's
3: why I'm. That's why I'm a little bit, you know, like okay. If Tom Skerritt can't get this movie in Seattle, I don't know who could.
4: Exactly. I mean, uh, <laughs> one of their most famous residents, and that's a good point. I'm going to push that next time I talk to the distributor. Um, and but, you
3: know what? Uh, please let, it, let him know that we will uh, love to have him in our studio and chat with him. So, you okay. know, yeah, I, and I love what you said about him. You're right. He's got that high vibration deal going on, but he, he always has all of his films, yeah. right?
4: You know, it was funny um, hanging out with Tom on the set um, because I'm the producer and the co-screenwriter, so um, yeah. the producer kind of needs to step back a little bit when the yeah. film is actually being shot and give the director uh, a full reign. And so that meant um, you know, hanging around with, with Tom and Shirley and, and just taking care, care of the actors. And Tom and I were sitting chatting one day, uh, and I think we somehow the film Harold and Maude came up. And I said, oh, Harold and Maude is one of my favorite films. And Tom said, well, you know, I was in that. I said, oh, my gosh, that's right. You were the motorcycle cop, weren't you? He said, yeah, and he talked a little bit about that. And then five minutes later, somehow Stephen King came up. And I said, oh, yeah, well, my favorite favorite Stephen King movie is The Dead Zone. He said, well, you know, I'm in that. And I realized in a five-minute conversation that it's hard to mention a film and then not have Tom Skerritt say, you know, I was in that. <laughs> he has been in so many great movies over the the decades. And, you know, we actually didn't get him until two days before we started shooting. So it was kind of down to the wire. He was suggested by our casting director, and she said, well, you know, Tom lives in Seattle, so he's a Northwest guy, and he's not working right now. And two days later, he was on set. Mm
3: Mm-hmm. Well, you know it's interesting uh, when we look at his 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 roles and the journey he's taken. You know, I think a lot of us remember him from Contact, right?
4: Oh, sure. I believe
3: he was in. Yeah. Oh. That is the closest I came to the guy that I love to hate, right there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I when I think about him, and I think about like a lot of the different films that he was in. You know, some of the most touching roles. And and then I saw him in that film, and I thought to myself, "Oh, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna hate him."
4: And uh, even still, that, you know, don't. Hate it, is
3: a strong word.
4: Yeah, right. I mean, even even in a film like that where Tom plays yeah. kind of a bad guy, you still right. you still like him. He's still very likable.
3: And and we're not going to tell people about the end of that movie because. And then all of a sudden, <clears> but the point I think we're trying to make, and what you've at least for me, what you've done is. The actors that we know in this movie are well matched with some of the actors in the movie that we don't know. Yeah, you know, some of the younger actors. You know, I, I, and, and I would love to talk about a scene when we come back that I was really struck by. Uh, but there's something about um, there's something about the the way that Shirley carries herself in this film that is daunting. And haunting. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk with you about that. Because as we got to look in her eyes and look on her face, and and, and there's a scene between uh, she and Tom in the movie. He, he kind of has his head on her, her shoulder. And I, the look in her eyes yeah. was so telling. Uh, it, it is just brilliant. I love this movie. Absolutely love it. We're going to take a short break when we come back. We're actually going to share a clip. Uh, conversation with uh, Shirley Knight, but also we've got some DVDs to give away to folks as well. Uh, James Twyman joining me here today on the show. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to give stuff away, and we're going to hear it right from the voice of the star of this incredible film. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, and I'm here to rave about my
2: favorite dressing and marinade, Galeos Marinades, as hearty vegetables such as Brussels sprouts, cauliflower, and pumpkin replace the waning fruits of summer on supermarket produce displays. When I want to add that special touch to my fall dishes, I reach for Galeos Miso. Whether it's the Miso Caesar, Dijonade, Ginger Wasabi, and the newcomer Southwest, I know that I'm gonna prepare a fabulous dish, Galeos dressings which are made with all natural ingredients. Have no MSG and are gluten-free and should all be part of a well-stocked kitchen pantry. But perhaps the Miso Caesar adds a special something to fall's bountiful harvest. The culinary masterminds behind Galeos Miso Dressing, chefs Andre and Gordana, have just developed several of their favorite easy-to-prepare and healthy fall recipes that include their Miso Caesar Dressing. So visit GaleosCafe.com. That's G-A-L-E-O-S Cafe.com for your special fall dish.
0: Get Sophisticated with David and Philip Zarza. David and Philip touch on topics such as human potential, spirituality, pop culture, and purposeful living. Experience an insightful reading from David on what the universe has in store for you. Or reconnect with a departed loved one. Philip can look into an issue or anything else you may be dealing with. Go to GetSophisticated.com. That's S-O-P-H-I-S-T-I-G-A-Y-T-E-D.com. Or call 206-420-8660
6: happiness is just beyond your grasp. Want to move past old hurts or traumas? Not feeling comfortable in your body? Consider an intuitive healing session with Christy Borst. Christy has a divine healing gift, and her process will help you experience a perspective reboot. Release that which no longer serves you. For more information and to contact Christy Borst, visit HealingResonance.us. That's HealingResonance.us.
3: I want to welcome you back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by right here on Transformation Talk Radio and all of our syndicated stations. I want to thank all of you guys for picking us up and doing the stuff that you do so well, things that I can't even imagine. Uh, I am so thrilled to have James joining us here today. And you're Actually, everybody, James, is going to hear a clip in a minute. But I want to just mention to everybody out there, um, we have been putting this on Facebook. You can go to Facebook, uh, the Dr. Pat Show Twitter, The Dr. Pat Show, we've got links to montereymedia.com forward slash Redwood Highway. That's where you could go. You could see a snippet of the film. Uh, this film, uh, congratulations, James, because first of all, we should talk a little bit about some of the awards and some of the rave reviews this film is getting. I mean, how would you encapsulate, you know, the, the kind of, you know, Yay for the film that's happening. I want to talk with you about that. But before we do, uh, let's do this, Mr. Benny. We have several copies of this to give away to folks. We would love to give a DVD away to our first caller. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. So let's talk a little bit, uh, James, about the recognition. Uh, You know, isn't it really for you... Uh, at some level, uh, validation of what you said yes to do to do this film?
4: It, it absolutely is. Um, of course, we took the film out to many festivals, and this is not exactly a film festival kind of movie. Most right. film festival films are darker and edgier and uh, have a lot of grit to them. And this has a little bit, but it's more of a transformational film. So I don't know if I'd say feel-good film, but I would say definitely transformational. Um, It it does have a little bit of the spirit or spirituality, but but it's not about. It it certainly is not a quote-unquote spiritual film. I've made several movies like that that would definitely fall in that category. But the character of Marie is someone who thinks all that is hogwash. Uh, and nonsense. So it's fun to see her go on a journey where she's having a very spiritual experience, though she's not really believing it herself. Uh, that mm-hmm. that enables anyone to really connect with the character, whether they consider themselves to be spiritual or not. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's quite a journey that, that she goes on, and I think it's something that people are going to relate to no matter what the age, no matter... Um, Where they're from, there there are universal themes to this film that everyone's going to recognize.
3: Well, because it's a multi-generational, you know, encapsulated film. That's right. You know, it's not just a film about her, although it is about her, but it's more about, you know, the multi-generational aspect of, Mm -hmm. of living a life over a period of decades. You know, having children in the world, having grandchildren in the world, and having that experience from someone's point of view. Uh, and the life that they, they go forth on. Um, you know, it, it, that's what I think you've captured so beautifully.
4: Yeah, and, it, and it's um, also a film about helping one another. Um, this is a woman who throws herself into <laughs> onto the Redwood Highway, we'll say, and just trusts that she's going to get uh, to the ocean in one piece, and she meets characters along the way, yeah. most of whom, like Tom Skerritt's character, are... Mm-hmm. are you know, help her along and mend her wounds and uh, take care of her. And there's another great actress named Michelle Lombardo, who Mm. I really was very happy to work with. I saw her in a film um, a number of years ago called Calvin Marshall. that She was the star of, and uh, Gary, the director, and I wrote the character of Stacia just for her. And Mm. she's just one of those young people who you can feel has that quality, Uh, and just pulls people in, and a great actor. So we were really lucky to get some great acting talent, not only from the veterans like Tom and Shirley, but from younger actors like uh, Michelle and others.
3: Yeah. Um, You know, let's do this. We have a clip, uh, a conversation with Shirley, that Benny is ready to key up for us. Why don't we go ahead and do
6: that?
5: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: How do you feel that the role in Redwood Highway
6: was blessed or that the production was blessed in some way?
5: When you get older, there are not that many roles, of course, for you uh, in terms of playing a leading part. Um, And when this came, I was so pleased by the fact that it was a film about her. And about her character, and and uh, who she was, and what she was trying to do, and her uh, her struggles. She clearly, she clearly was a woman who was in a state of flux, who didn't quite know how she was going to get through her life at this time in her life. That that time of uh, will I be st- staying in this senior citizens facility Uh, will I die will I ever be able to let go of the tragedy in my life all of her struggles um, they really touched my heart and um, being a person who is a widow and having suffered through what all that meant um, it it certainly felt close to me. Um, and then the people that I was going to work with uh, were just, it, it was as if the, it's, it's rather rare for everything to go right when you're doing a film, or a play, or a television film, it doesn't matter what. There's always something uh, that happens and it's a struggle and you lose days because it's raining or you this or that. For some reason or other, this film, everything went the way it was supposed to go. It was like some kind of miracle. Uh, if If you needed rain, it rained. If you needed sunshine, the sun shone. If you... Uh, it needed certain props or certain uh, locations. There they were, right there. You didn't even have to build them. You know, it was it was fascinating because every day we would all say, gosh, that was easy. <laughs> it was somehow easy. And um, I really enjoyed myself tremendously making it. In fact, I miss it. I wish everything was that way, you know. And of course, we were in one of the most beautiful places in the world, that uh, southern Oregon and the uh, ocean there is, is just uh, what would be the word very. It makes you very comfort. You feel very comforted. I felt very comforted the whole time I was there. Something about I always slept and. Something about the atmosphere was amazing. Wow. James,
3: tell us about that. I mean, how heartfelt uh, uh, and how connected to this film uh, surely is. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I know you lived it and breathed it every day, but I, I'm like somebody now being part of this, you know, been in anticipation of this. I've heard <laughs> you talk about it over the past bunch of months. Then I get to see it, and I'm like... Oh, no. It is so amazing what you've been able to capture here. Wow.
4: Well, we were very lucky, and I agree with everything that Shirley said. There there was a, an energy um, from the very beginning, from the, the day that Gary and I sat down and began talking about the script. And it went very fast, by the way. Uh, we started writing this script in July of 2012. We wrote the entire thing uh, in a month, and that's incredibly fast. Uh, We were then shooting within about a month and a half, and we were at our first film festival um, in April. So it took less than nine months from the day that we began working uh, to when it was actually released. Uh, and that is remarkably fast. And now here we are a year out. I mean, it's taken longer to get the distribution set up than it took to make the entire movie. Uh, mm-hmm. So it it just goes to show that when, when you have a project that has such an energy that it's like the universe itself wants this film to be out there, wants it to be mm-hmm. successful. And as Shirley said, every day practically we would be worried about the weather because this is the Northwest, and you just never know what you're going to get. Every day it was like the the sky would give us exactly what we needed. Um, and when we needed rain, the rain would be there. And th- there were a couple of days when we were really worried because it was a 90% chance of rain, but then we would get about a four-hour stretch of sunshine exactly when we needed that four-hour stretch of sunshine uh because mm-hmm. the scene was so critical that it'd not be raining, that kind of thing
3: you know, i think it's I think it's amazing, and I have to tell you what uh i'm most struck by we're going to go to break here in a second um I, I don't remember exactly where it was. it was towards the end of the film uh you know a little bit after a little bit uh i would say a little bit uh, like an hour or, or or so into the film. And there's a scene in the film where, where, where Shirley is, is walking. She runs into this family. And I'm not going to tell everybody the whole details. But she runs into this family that's out there in the woods with their with kid and so forth. There is a moment where you, you capture the expression on her face that I believe everyone will relate to. Mm-hmm. There isn't a word she says, James, in it at that time. But the expression on yep. her face. Is so powerful. And you know, this is what they talk about when they talk about actors and actresses <coughs> uh, that go out and they win these awards, right? They talk about what you're able to feel, what you're able to know just simply from a frame oh, of film. Oh,
4: absolutely. And that's something that right. Shirley Knight is so expert at. She can oh. say more with a single look oh. than most actors can with a paragraph. Uh,
3: stunning. Let's Her take face a short is a break canvas. And come back. <laughs> Oh, it is, and, and perfectly set in this journey. Um, for those of you that are just tuning in, I want to tell you that the best way that you're going to be able to find out more about this is you can go to the thedrpatshow.com. We have it uh, just a quick link that will take you there. Uh, we're all over this on social media for those of you out there uh, as well. But if you want to just get there really quick, uh, go to uh, montereymedia.com, Redwood Highway. Uh, forward slash Redwood Highway, lots of information. When we come back, uh, we have another uh, DVD to give away. Let's do it right now, 1-800-930-2819. First caller, we'd love to give another one of these away. When we come back, we're going to be talking about, you know, the film, the powerful message about what we can do to honor ageless cinema, these actors that have given us so much. What has James done to promote? support and honor these folks. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
6: Cause I can't make you love me if you don't. You can't.
4: is Bellevue.Wellness1.net When in pain, see Dr. Thane That's Bellevue.Wellness1.net
2: Hi, I'm Dr. Pat. I want to introduce you to my friends at BioResource the exclusive Beyond Balance distributor in the United States and Canada Used clinically by top Lyme doctors Beyond Balance herbal formulas have helped thousands of patients battle tick-borne disease by providing superior immune system support and enhancing detoxification. Beyond Balance formulas are sold through healthcare professionals. The oral drops can Non-GMO food-grade vegetable glycerin, making them well tolerated by children and alcohol-sensitive patients. Practitioners often complement Beyond Balance formulas with high-quality homeopathic such as Pacanus-Bigeric remedies to enhance patient results. For more information, licensed or certified healthcare practitioners can call BioResource, the exclusive Beyond Balance distributor for the United States and Canada, at 800 203 3775 That's 800 800- 203 203-3775. And together, let's
0: win the battle against Lyme disease. Tune in to Intuit University, compassionate guidance connecting you to your inner wisdom with internationally renowned psychic and medium Sherry Dillard. The second and fourth Thursday each month at 12 p.m. Pacific time and 3 p.m. Eastern time. Get ready for an hour of practical spirituality and a fun and magic carpet ride into the spirit realm. This hit show is a combination of call in readings and intuitive mentoring as Sherry supports and empowers you to create your best life and relationships career, finances, life purpose and spirituality. For more information
7: visit SherryDillard.com Are you ready for all the abundance you can imagine? Lynn Brown's Abundance Through Energy workshop on August 8th will bridge the perceived gap between the material world of money and the world of energy. You will experience live readings about abundance, get to play with and see energy for yourself and enjoy sample healing from local wellness professionals. You will literally walk away with tools you can use in both the energetic and material world when it comes to money. Register now at r youintuit.com or call 844-B-I-N-T-O-I-T. Gallios Miso dressings are delicious and made with only the finest,
6: freshest, and all-natural ingredients. Gallios Miso dressings are low in fat, sugar, salt, and carbohydrates. They do not contain any artificial ingredients or any wheat, eggs, vegetable gums, or MSG. What they do contain is astonishing flavor and silky texture that can only come from using premium quality ingredients. Order online with free shipping at www.galio cafe.com that's g a l e o s cafe.com
3: Hey everybody, you know what? I have got time uh, perhaps to give away Benny one more DVD. Let's do it. First caller one 930 2819 Yeah, we'll have enough time. James Twyman joining me here today. We've been talking about Redwood Highway, but there's a bigger conversation here as well. You know, James and I connected, uh, you know, to talk about, you know, what he has put forth uh, in terms of ageless cinema. Just how are we honoring folks these days that um, have done such a brilliant job? And, you know, James, now that, you know, a, a year or so has passed, I'm noticing films now coming out that truly are honoring people uh, uh, more from the point of view that age is not a discriminator, so to speak. Have we made progress, and how is Ageless Cinema helping folks?
4: Well, I hope we're making progress. Uh, That was really my idea from the beginning, not just to make a movie, but to start a movement to show Hollywood and the film industry in general that if we make films like this people will come to see them because there's an enormous audience out there that is dramatically underserved and you know that's for the most part people over fifty over fifty five because it feels like the average movie being put out by hollywood today is made for fifteen-year-old boys and there's nothing wrong with action or uh... superhero type movies i mean some of them are fine but to have only that, and to have, and to think that making a film, um, that, you, that you can't make a film for under $100 million is just ridiculous. And to know that there are smaller films like this that have great stories and great acting, and this is the way that stories have always been told, this is where I think the industry needs to refocus. Uh, right mm-hmm. now the two biggest films are X-Men and Godzilla. And, I mean, Lord knows how much money was spent on those two films, but we actually made Redwood Highway um, for around a half million dollars. And, mm. you know, for us, that was a lot of money, but for yeah. the average film, that's nothing. But we were able to to pull it off and to make a beautiful film with great acting and a great story for that. And and I think that if if we can be successful with this, that more and more films like this will be made, I mean one of the biggest movies of last year was Nebraska and yes. though though it may not be quite the same in terms of honoring mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, right. our older uh brothers and sisters but um but it still is in that genre or you know another film that did extremely well last year was Philomena, and yes, that a- is a great movie uh yeah, and of course the great duty Judy, Judy Dench I mean how can you say anything but greatness about her. Uh, so I think Hollywood is beginning to notice because of films like this. Hopefully Redwood Highway even for a small film is going to have a good impact and more, we're going to see more and more films being made. I'm hoping to continue to make other films. We have a couple that are in development right now and we'll see if we can get the funding. And if we can keep doing this, well I think this genre is going to continue to grow.
5: Hmm.
3: You know, um, how was how was this journey for you in producing this film? You know, what was your personal life like? What was your personal journey like to make this film?
4: Well, it's always very satisfying to have an mm-hmm. idea, uh, a thought about something, and then to see it all the way through to, in this case, being able to walk into a movie theater and watch it on the big screen. The yeah. idea originally, um, well, to back up even further... Gary Lundgren, the director, and I, we were originally going to work on another film, which is called The Barn Dance, which was based Mm -hmm. on a book that I wrote. And I was very passionate, and still am very passionate, about The Barn Dance being made into a movie. And uh, when he and I met, it was with the intention of putting that to film. Uh, However, the closer we got to beginning to work on the script, the more I thought that You know, having only a half million dollars to work with, I just didn't know if we could do that film justice with that amount of money. And I was on an airplane flying back to Oregon from somewhere, and I just started thinking about the Redwood Highway for some reason. And I thought, you know, that would be a great name for a movie, Redwood Highway. Mm-hmm. And I was on the flight and just began thinking, well, what would happen in a movie like that? And as I said, I had just gotten back from walking the Camino de Santiago. And so I was thinking a lot about walking. And on that, on that flight, I kind of outlined what ended up being most of the story uh, that we ended up shooting. And so to go from that, then all of the effort and all of the work that it takes – to, to actually make a film and then to to see people really enjoy it and get a lot out of it is, for me, the most satisfying experience.
3: Mm. Well, I have to tell you, James, it's always an honor and a privilege uh, to be in conversation with you and uh, be part of something that I never thought in my entire lifetime that I'd be part of, but it is an honor, and I look forward to our continuing collaboration. I have one last question. What Mm -hmm. is your personal message? What would you love to leave us with today? And thank you. Thank you so much for this amazing film.
4: Mm. Well, you're very welcome. And I hope everyone gets the chance to see it, either in the theaters or video or streaming or whatever. But to answer your question, you know, life is about passion. And if we don't have passion in our lives, then our lives are not as colorful as active as radiant as it could be if we found that one thing that makes us want to get up and 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 carry through and for mm-hmm. me redwood highway was a big a big lesson in that i i mm-hmm. knew that that I needed to rediscover my own passion, and I wanted to do something excellent. Uh, and film is a very collaborative art, so it takes a lot of people. And we, as Shirley said, we were able to pull together a group of people that loved one another. And yeah. and so, if you put passion and love together, then you have a winning combination that can't be stopped. Wow!
3: Thank you, James. James Twyman, everyone. And as we said before, um, we are so honored to take this journey. I want to make sure folks can also go to Ageless Cinema, can't they, James?
4: Yes, go to agelesscinema.com. dot com. Um, you can see the trailer there, and there is also a survey that, if people want to get more yes. information, it's, um, it's called "A Million Senior Voices." We're trying to get a million people to sign that survey. So, go to agelesscinema.com dot com or Monterey Media dot uh, com if you want to find out if the movie's playing near you.
3: Awesome. Thank you, James. James Twyman, everyone. Uh, we're certainly going to keep talking about the film. Uh, it's powerful, it's heartfelt and inspiring. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat show. Singing, come out, things
6: into sheer alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance From emotional pain into joy or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance.
1: Hello, my name is Dr. Friedman Schaub. Make sure to add positive emotions to your counterbalancing thoughts. I know that feeling positive and compassionate toward yourself can be a huge challenge, especially when you're struggling with anxiety. Therefore, it's helpful to imagine that the main source of your negative self-talk is a younger part of your mind, which is just playing old tapes and repeating outdated protective programs. You will notice how much easier it is to speak in a calm, reassuring and comforting way when you visualize addressing an inner child. By counterbalancing your negative thoughts with kindness and compassion, you automatically shift your consciousness and attitude from I am powerless to I'm taking charge.
0: Where do you desire to go in your life? Are you only looking outside yourself for the answers? What if you use your soul's wisdom to lead the way? So what is the soul and how do you access its wisdom? Soul Suitcase with Victoria Cohen will unpack these questions and help you tap into and trust your own inner voice to solve everyday problems. Our Soul Suitcase is a treasure chest of wisdom inside us waiting to be discovered. Listen to Soul Suitcase while Victoria Cohen takes everyday situations like job loss, relationship struggles, parenting challenges, work stress, and health concerns and shows you how awakening to your inner voice helps you make more conscious choices where your life flows more smoothly with greater clarity purpose grace and ease as a psychotherapist and soul coach victoria has inspired thousands of clients over the past 31 years to listen to their inner wisdom and let it guide them on their true path you can learn this too on soul suitcase with victoria cohen your soul suitcase is packed are you ready to start your journey
4: how would you like increased health and vitality how would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process